0: What are you bringing to the table?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm t- what? Okay. Yeah. Um, Welcome to... What are you bringing to the table? This your girl Sylvia. She, her, and hers. Hello, this is Tori. She, her, and hers. Social distancing still? Still? Physical
0: distancing. Still physical distancing? S-
1: Although there are
0: some levels of reopening, right? I think all but... Is it all but Multnomah and Washington County? I think are all um, phase yeah, one. They applied for
1: Save One, yeah, yeah. For phase one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
1: I'm hearing that Multnomah County is going to be applying for phase Apparently, what I heard, I, you know, in the news here, Twitter feed, was that there was a spike in Multnomah County at a business, which is why Multnomah County did not apply for phase one because they had this spike. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Do we know what um, business? No, they wouldn't name the business. And then because um, any county or, you know, that's reopening, they have to have trackers. So the county has to hire some hundred and something trackers um, in order to move into phase one. Two. What do you mean trackers? So, what do they do? Oh, they're the ones that if you come up positive with COVID, they're the ones that are, you know, going through and saying, where were you? in 14 oh. days how many people did you have in con- you know look through your bank statements and see where mm. you spent money at to, to try to help figure out anybody else that could have come in contact with you mm. so uh yeah so that's that's so what basically they do. you
0: go and you test positive the health department reports your name to the tracker and the tracker comes and follows up and says okay where you been where you been, Grandma? Who, who you touch? Did you go to that? Yeah. Did you go visit a nursing home? What yeah. happened? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know in um, Clark County they were gonna do phase two, but a uh, packing, a uh, food packing plant had like sixty-five I, cases. Yeah. And counting. I saw that. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot.
1: Sixty-five cases. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Yep. Wow, wow. I think we should get. I'm gonna. I think we should get somebody who's, um, has recovered from COVID to come on the on the uh, podcast to talk about it.
0: Do we know anybody? I do. (laughs) You know somebody had COVID? Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. We've been holding out this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You've been holding out
1: this whole time. Well, because I wanna. You know, obviously, it's like. Oh, you want
0: to protect their anonymity? No,
1: no, not that. Um, well, yes, because I, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. But Well, we need to uh,
0: talk about who they are.
1: No, no, no. I was talking more about, I think listeners, you know, would want to know. Like, because, you know, you got to make decisions. Like, you know, and this person has um, some health, you know, some health challenges, diabetes and stuff. So, um, you know, and is this person like they, a, local? Uh, no, a oh. family member. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you told totally. me. Um, so, you know, I was just like, you know, I think people would want to know. Like, I want to know. I want to ask questions. Like, you know, how did you know? How, you know, do you know where you got it from? Uh, what were some of the symptoms that you experienced? How
0: Did long they, uh, um, to recover? did they stay in, did they have to go to the hospital or that was just in home recovery?
1: No, in home, in home recovery. Uh, didn't reach that point, but I do have another relative um, that they did, it had to be put on a ventilator. So, yeah. and thank God, I mean, she's doing good. She was able to, you know, they got her out of the hospital, so she's recovering but, yeah, it reached that, shit. that point for her. And then her husband had to go in because he got it. And then the uh, caretaker that we, you know. Uh, so,
0: yeah. Well, see, see if one of those people want to be on. And we'll freaking yeah. talk to him about it. Yeah.
1: Because, uh, you know, as a person that I'm like, well, I want to hear direct. Like somebody that is kind of like me. Because I, I, I haven't seen any. And they're probably out there. I just don't get them on the news feed. Like yeah. people of color who've talked about, you know, what it's been like. You had Chris Como out there. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. but
0: Yeah, but he's hella privileged. He had a whole exactly. basement, like apartment, basically, he got to sequester himself into. That's and, right. you know, living comfortably and right. all, all the and things that, you know, people to take care of him. Home, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah.
1: So, you know, it's like I want to know from real deal people. Yeah. People on the ground working. Yep. uh, You know, in their little apartment. Yep. You know, right? One of the real deal people.
0: Yeah. Um, That's not a bad idea. I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, And uh, see. Yeah, I like that. Did you do anything for the Memorial Day weekend that you want to talk about? There you go. Opening up the closet door again. I just say, do you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Talk <laughs> no, about I didn't do much. I just, hung out. I say, I just hung out.
1: Don't worry I just hung out. Don't worry
0: about it. <laughs> I just <laughs> hung out. That's all I did. Hung out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um,
1: I actually spent time with my cousin. Um, we didn't really... I mean, we didn't go anywhere. So we just... Uh, it was just... Uh, her and her husband and myself crafting the whole weekend, um, being very mindful of our, you know, social distancing. I was, however, nervous because uh, I had to get gas mm. and, you know, but I had my little wipies, I had my little uh, mask if I needed it. But, you know, you're pretty much far away from other people. Yeah. So I wasn't going to be spitting on anybody. Um, but for sure, I had like my little wipies wiping down yep. handles, the little, you know, the little keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still, you know, still nervous. Yeah. But yeah. So now it's, uh, coming back to work reality. Um, and what I was telling my cousin was I have to unlock my brain to, you know, cause as I was planning on going up there. Uh, my brain was locked. Like I was like, should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? I was. It, my anxiety was really up, and I was just like, I have to unlock my brain in order to start doing something slowly, being very careful. Otherwise, I think I could turn into a, a agoraphobic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm ripe for that. Like, <laughs> I, I prefer to stay home, so you know, I am super ripe.
0: No, I I 100% agree. I um I did go and do some things with some very close personal friends. Um, I will not say that we were vigilant in our adherence to certain rules. Um, but it is what it is. Like I, mm-hmm. I the whole time I kept thinking, eventually, it's not gonna go away until the vaccine. A vaccine's at least a year away, so yeah. eventually. We're going to have to venture out into the public arena and yeah. there is a risk of catching it once you venture out as long as there's not a vaccine right like right. And if, plus they don't quite know it's like you know you say oh if you got it you you
1: can't get it again and i'm like uh i hearing mixed yeah Who that's still a mixed
0: that? you know there's a mixed situation on that and so yeah.
1: how much research has been done on this it just came out in you know, November. Yeah, I mean, in they're November basing it anywhere. all on,
0: they're basing it all on, like, you know, past yeah. flus and stuff like that, and, you know, and what's what's happened where it's happened, and has anybody reinfected that's had it before in other countries? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all new. New, 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 new. And um, so I just figured, like, well, this was something I wanted to do, and it meant a lot to the people that I was with and um so we did it and i'm just for the next you know let's see 11 days i think now mm-hmm. last, my last day of exposure actually more than that because it's it's based on the last day of any kind of exposure so we're looking at 13 days That's, 13 yeah. days and counting to see if anything happens <laughs> see if there's a fever yeah or cough. so <laughs> Um, I'll be just watching myself for the next 13 days, just like any time when I go to the store, like I've gone to the store. I mean, I haven't gone out a lot, but I've had to go to the store to get like miscellaneous stuff that I can't get in my food delivery box, you know, right? like go get creamer, got to get coffee, you know, um,
1: refrigerated items. Yeah.
0: The things that I can't, they won't let me pull up and pick up, you know, that I have to go into the store for. So, you know, every time I go to the store, I'm exposing myself. And so... You know, it's to
1: me yourself in, you know, the epicenter of where it will come and get you. Yeah. And completely
0: unknown. Like at least where I was, I knew everybody there. Like it wasn't, I was hanging out with a bunch of strangers. And for the most part, I've known what their routine has been. And I, you know, I was probably the most vulnerable because out of all of us, I've been the least leaving my my house so yeah um so you were the
1: purist you were
0: the virgin yeah, of the batch. pretty much yeah well i mean and i gotta think about like every day there's some sense of exposure because andy goes to work in a hospital yeah like Ooh, yeah you know so i weighed the like you i weighed the pros and cons of it i thought about it i was having some anxiety about it and some worry but then once i was there i just like let it go and just Both feet in, just did it and just lived as if there was not a pandemic. Like just
1: So we'll be so we'll be seeing you all topless on uh World
0: Star not like that lived. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're old. We don't do that. (laughs) that, (laughs) And it's ruining my
1: spring break.
0: No, we're we're old people. We don't do that kind (laughs) of stuff. (laughs) The worst thing (laughs) that the craziest thing we did is my friend has one of those virtual reality Oculus things oh that is a fucking trip is it that is a trip how do you use it so it goes on on your head and it covers your eyes completely yeah. and so it, it it's virtual reality so i actually couldn't even do it th- that night like i was freaked it freaked me out it it i I had an emotion that I didn't. I couldn't explain what the emotion was oh, that I had. What
1: were you in? What virtual?
0: World All were I you did in? was went to the what they call the waiting room, which is yeah. like this geodesic dome. But yeah. it's like you're in there because you look over and you can see, like the Matrix. Like you can see landscape. You can like it's like you're in a place and you're looking. The only difference you can't touch the stuff, right? So. Yeah um the chairs and things and the shelves and the decorations within the room and it looks a little bit digital but it's pretty good but like
1: then you're not but i mean give it a couple more
0: years and it's not gonna look oh my god yeah Um, i can't imagine what it's gonna be like in a couple years oh my god so it, it tripped me out it literally tripped me out i had like a fucking trip like wow. I could not, I was laughing and crying at the same time. I, I like this, emo, I could not, I could not explain the emotion that I had from this because oh, I was so, wow. so like, I couldn't believe how real it looked. Wow. Like I didn't anticipate it being that real. Yeah. Wow. And nobody t- like, they didn't, my friend didn't tell you. me, didn't, you know, she didn't say like, okay, you're going to be, you're going to put this on and this is what you're going to see. Right. I just put it on and just was like, holy fucking shit wow yeah i couldn't i couldn't go past that it tripped me out but then the next day we played and what do they what do they use it for like what, oh there's games game? what there's all it? sorts of games yeah
1: and then you're playing virtual like tennis or uh well
0: we played um i played a uh called immortal vader so yeah. it's like you use a lightsaber and you fight with a lightsaber um didn't we do a story about that <coughs> i thought it was a sword right yeah we wanted to have a sword fight um, uh, see that's what that that couple should do they should have a fucking virtual reality sword fight i mean it's a there's a ton of different like games like there was this one it's called um what is it called like paintbrush or something like that where you like you draw Mm -hmm. it's like art like you You, you know, just, it's it's able to, to figure out your hand movements. Yeah. Wow. It is a trip. There's one thing it's called the, um, what, like Randy's plank or something like that. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. (sighs) Are you walking the plank? So, yeah. So you ride this elevator up. So, um, my friend who I used to torture by taking to haunted house every year. Yeah. Like she hated it, but I would somehow she would I would convince her to go to a haunted house, and she'd get the shit scared out of her, and I would fucking laugh, and it was so entertaining for me. I I can't. So I feel like this was her way of twenty years of haunted houses. So so you're walking the plank. What's scary about walking the plank? Because you have this on, and you can hear like the sounds of Mm -hmm. wind. Mm -hmm. Like so, you go up this elevator. Yeah. And then you you step out, and it's a plank, like a little plank, and you see the city down below. <gasps> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm
1: thinking, on a, I'm thinking on a ship. No,
0: it's like a skyscraper,
1: like skyscraper, skyscraper. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't no, and so ain't you
0: get this thing. feeling of like you are literally on that plank, and oh. even though you your mind knows that you're that you're in this angry. living room, you're not. You're not going to fall off this plank. There's no way you could yeah. fall off and die. Your brain, you're because saying. what you're seeing <laughs> is 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 as if you're there. And then the sounds on top of it, right? Because yeah. she's like, just close your eyes and I'll, and I'll walk and just, you know, I'll hold your hand. So she was literally oh, holding no my hand no. and no. walking, but no, they, also, they also have a creaking noise as you're walking oh, on the plank. No. So even though I knew I'm holding her hand, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm in her living room, but I could hear the creak and the and, and the, the creaking and the, the wind noise of the out, you know, oh,
1: oh, and yeah. what
0: she was trying to do was get me That's to mine. Oh, it's crazy. So she was trying to get me to walk to the point where I would go off of the plank oh. because it actually, you know, it plays sounds as if you're flying through the air. OMG!
1: Can you imagine if there was a little fan on you? Oh, oh, yeah! Wow.
0: So I, I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> and yeah, I couldn't get to the end of the plank. Wow. I had to. I had to. I had to. I had to get back into the elevator. Wow. But then I played the one where you fly. Uh huh. And that was cool. That was wow. really cool. So like, you use your the, the controllers to guide yourself. Like you're yeah. flying through these buildings. Like you're You know, flying low, you can fly high, but even on those, like I would fly up and get to the top of a building and stand on that top of the building. But if the building was too high, I got that vertigo feeling, Oh! but like I could, I could land on a lower one, like this, like the height of like a parking garage Yeah, and I was fine. But if I got up way too high, like you, you get the sensation of like vertigo. Uh, It uh. is wild. Wow. Wild. So. Whoa. That was my all my breaking all the rules. That was my wildness was virtual reality. So You know,
1: that sound like it was well worth your COVID exposure. Yes,
0: I 100%. No regrets. Yeah. <laughs> not uh not until you get it. You're like, right? I can't believe I did
1: that. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be out there and you know, on virtual world. <laughs>
0: Well, a lot well, of things have happened. Uh, Do you have any so updates? Are... I have some updates. Go ahead. I have an update I didn't today. tell you about. Oh, what's what that one? Your what's update? Well, um, well, I'll go with the one that you probably know about, and then I'll go with the other one, because you're going to okay. fucking crack up. Um, So this is from ABC News. Man who filmed the shooting of Ahmaud Arbery charged with murder. I saw that one. So the guy that filmed it has now been charged as well.
1: Because they said that he was involved in
0: chasing him down. Yes. That he tried to uh, block him or yep. something. Right? Yep. So uh, Roddy Bryan, William Roddy Bryan Jr., 50, um, was arrested on charges of felony murder and criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. Um, the 28 second viral cell phone footage that shows the chase and killing of Arbery 25 on February 23rd. Um, ahead of Brian's court appearance on Friday, his attorney, Kevin go, go, go said his client took a polygraph that exonerates him and the charges are unlawful. Well, sorry, polygraphs are not admissible in the court. So get the fuck right. out of here.
1: And what do you mean? The charges are unlawful. Yeah holy Uh, shit how many times have we done been on this podcast where we're like why would they even charge for right
0: exactly yeah louise so he said preliminary research suggests there is no precedent in georgia law for the prosecution of mr Bryan. this is a groundbreaking prosecution it's substantial extension of the existing law said go um went on to explain
1: make shit stretch oh yeah
0: oh yeah Yeah. um didn't we talk about
1: that one girl that helped the
0: Her boyfriend committed suicide. Yeah. She got convicted. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's see. Um, we already know about that. Initial police report noted Brian tried unsuccessfully to block Arbery who was jogging in the neighborhood when confronted the 28 second video showed Arbery jogging as Travis McMichael 34 stood outside the white pickup truck. Um, and yes, yeah, so we know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, basically, that's kind of like what you're saying is that, uh, oh, yes, yeah, as we called for his arrest from the very beginning of this, this process, his involvement in the murder of Mr. Arbery was obvious to us. Oh, this is the um, attorney representing the family. Yeah. Um, his uh, was obvious to us, to many around the country, and after th- thorough investigation, it's clear to the GBI as well um yeah so that's that was a pretty big deal like yeah i actually have a whatsapp date okay do you want to do yours and i'll do my other one or do you want me to do no, my other go one Go ahead. Do your all other right one. you're gonna love this one this one is actually sent to me by um a source okay and this carcers. comes right. from and the ann arbor observer Okay. And where is the Ann Arbor Observer? Do you ask me? It, yeah, why it's in that? Michigan? Well, oh. why would we get an article from Michigan? We have a Michigan listener? No. Oh, why? The reinvention of a therapist. Shut the <laughs> front door. <laughs> a marathon cheater? <laughs> You're gonna love this. Go ahead. Joe Benson promises to help women struggling during the pandemic, but clients have reason to be wary. Joe Benson, wait for it. Um, real is how I do things. Therapist Joe B- Benson writes on her website, allyourtruth.com. Benson. com. Benson. Her name. <laughs> <laughs> While well, it is now. What? Go ahead. Benson, who's currently conducting her practice online, invites prospective clients to start walking around in the shoes of the woman you know you were meant to be. Benson's website notes a BA from St. Louis University and MSW from Boston College. Her profile on Psychology Today says she specializes in PTSD and other types of trauma, eating disorders, and women's issues, and offers hope during stressful time. Clearly
1: not her own, but what
0: um, we already know what she claims to do. So I'm going to skip oh, that yeah. part. Yeah. Um, Benson knows a lot about rebuilding opinions and imaging uh, and imagining new lives because she's done that herself until Pat this past December, Ann Arbor therapist, Josephine Audrey Benson was Portland therapist, Emily Marie Clark. O G
1: they're trying to make this like she's some kind of, I mean, so far I'm getting the article as she's like powering through difficulty and she's a champion now. <laughs> that's what I'm getting from this article so far.
0: Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, okay. I don't think that's where Lay they're going on me with then. Um But I'll be honest, I didn't read it all through before I got, okay. before I, so, I mean, yeah. So uh, the Observer went to press uh, that rebranding was still a work in progress. Benson's Instagram account, at your truth. Included inspirational messages signed Emily Clark counseling The articles on her website speaking and writing section bore Emily Clark's byline and though the contact page gave her location as Ann Arbor, Michigan uh, the map pinpointed Clark's former office in Portland those digital f- footprints are traces of a turbulent past. In December, Clark surrendered her Oregon social work license to resolve complaints. Wait, that's a misprint. First off, she right. never had a license. Right. She obviously just surrendered her, her, what? like, Nothing. trying to get a license. Right. Um, Clark surrendered her license so social work to resolve complaints dating back to 2016. She was barred from practicing in the state for five years and would be, I would have to go undergo a psychological examination if she ever applied for licenses there again. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, after is good. I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. Afterward an Oregon official emailed another complaint, Plaintiff, a disillusioned former client, the woman who asked not to be named shared that, that message with the observer. It promised this, st- That the settlement agreement would be posted on on a federal registry, which reduces her chances of getting a license in social work in another state. The observer was unable to find such posting, but if it exists, it wasn't much of a barrier. On January 10th, according to Multnomah County court records, Emily Clark got a parking ticket in Portland. By March 13th, Joe Benson had, had a Michigan social work license. Yep. What? Yep uh under a false name that's what i'm wondering if this is what she did which how did she change her name that quickly
1: i'm assuming you could just say hey this is my name i mean what well but you can't get you
0: can't get formally licensed under a a name you want like i can't say i want to be unicorn unicorn lopez right like i could (laughs) tell you that I i could say well i go by unicorn and so I'd like you to call Apparently me Unicorn. But in terms of like a legal thing, unless your name is legally changed, you have to use your legal your legal name on your birth certificate. Um. So let's see all your truth.com You and I try to do that. You and I try to do that. Mm-hmm. We would be uh, exposed. Mm-hmm. So uh, it says that the um, it lists Benson's license number, her website. It's Uh, state in the state's online database confirms it's valid and says there are no open formal complaints against her but andrew white a former boss who is one of oregon's complainants is dismayed that the michigan michigan licensing board seemed seems to be following the same pattern as in oregon by not responding to initial complaints licensing is design is designed to protect the public he said but most social workers are highly ethical and systems not, are not set up to handle someone like Emily Clark. The former cl- client um well we'll call her Marsha has uh said that she, w- she was referred to Clark as a specialist in trauma recovery and eating disorders. She turned to her for help with body image issues and negative comparisons to high achieving siblings. Clark portrayed herself as a feminist heroine overcoming bias related to body size recalls Wayne Scott <laughs> an Oregonian, an Oregon social worker and lecturer of professional ethics who for a time was Clark's supervising therapist. Marcia says that Clark often held up her success as a marathon runner as evidence of what women can do if she believes in herself, describing her own high, highly ranked finishes as triumphs over low expectations for women runners who weren't thin. Marcia says she also used her own achievements to as a object lessons in overcoming intellectual obstacles on her office wall right above where Marcia sat hung three diplomas, the most impressive Harvard MS in neuroscience. Marcia says she often referred to Harvard research. In spring of 2018, Marcia said a plaque on Clark's door proclaimed her new status as a fully licensed social worker who no longer needed supervision. She made a big deal of it, Marcia remembers, but last November Marcia says Clark told her that she would be rebranding herself as a life coach. She said she was it was necessary because she had she'd been mentoring social work students in other states, which was not allowed by her license. Marcia accepted the explanation and did not did everything Marcia everything Clark told her. There were no red flags because I wasn't looking for any. She was so impressed, in fact, that she wanted to recommend Clark to a friend. But when she looked for Clark's website, she found it had been taken down. And when she Googled Clark's name, red flags were flying. The article uh the September article in Vancouver Washington Columbian reported Clark had finished um which we know yeah that the 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 cheating yeah. uh the cheating was the first reported by Derek uh, Murphy um blah 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 race 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 um let's see uh yeah it goes into the cheating part um let's see. All this while, that customer didn't even know that she. Yeah. So the flood of revelations was jarring and sh- shocking, Marsha said. We built trust between us. Now I question everything about her. Marcia canceled further sessions with Clark and started monitoring her social media. She says she watched as the therapist wiped clean some of her online persona and rebranded others. Her LinkedIn and Facebook profiles went dark and the name on the Instagram account changed first first to Hey Emily Hey and then a year, le- year waned to Joe Benson. By then, more than three years had passed since Andrew White first complained to the Oregon Social Work Licensing Board that Clark had misrepresented her credentials. He says... he says he followed up with many more complaints about her in the ensuing years. Wayne Scott was a super Clark supervising therapist when Marcia st- started seeing her in 2017. I finished my work with Emily in spring of 2018. He emails, he says he was under the impression that she had finished the required hours passed the tests, and done, with supervision. So last year when she was, he was mortified to discover that her psychological psychology today profile listed, still listed him as her supervisor. She really pulled the wool over my eyes. Scott says she's an expert in shaping her own narrative. Scott too filed a complaint with the licensing board. He says he didn't, they didn't respond. But when Marsha contacted him with her own concerns, he recommended that he, she add a complaint to the others. Marsha complained noted, complaint noted during the 23 and a half months that Emily was my therapist. She was unlicensed and had an inactive license for not 19 of those months. Asked why the Oregon board took so long to act, the state's senior compliance specialist, Mindy Tucker, blames a backlog of investigations. Tucker and Scott said that Clark hired an attorney who was able to block inquiries into her client records, though the board noted that she had falsely promoted herself as a fully licensed social worker on her website. In social media platforms and on on podcasts, she allowed to... on podcast she was allowed to surrender her license and forego formal a formal hearing so basically she said okay fine i'll give up it stops any kind of inquiry and then she goes on to remake herself um yeah the observer emailed questions to uh, the address listed on the website and left messages and on, on, on the contact phone at press time there was no response If Emily Clark legally changed her name to Joe Benson, we could find no record of it in Washington County or Oakland County where she grew up and where her parents, David Clark and Carolyn, uh, live. Both dentists, they share a practice in Farmington Hills, reached there and asked about their older daughter. Clark replied, I'm afraid I'm not willing to talk about that. Um... (laughs) the allyourtruth.com uh, um box headed joe benson llmsw bears a badge that says verified by psychology today but therapists pay 2995 a month to be listed on the publication's website and its verification appears to be cursory so it's basically you pay for it yeah um, scott says they never replied to his emails asking what that his name be removed from Clark's listing though. Benson's website lists 11 professional contacts at press time. None had responded to the observers inquiries. Scott believes she carried them over from her previous profile as Emily Clark. Wow. Um, let's see. Uh, listed herself as working with, with the Ann Arbor DBT center, but the center will not confirm. She's a counselor there told her <laughs> history makes us skeptical A staffer there said, I would go with your suspicions. Um, So basically, (laughs) they didn't confirm it, but they're saying, Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. if you suspect that she may be lying, you probably should go with that. Yeah. Um, White, her former boss, says he sent out emails to Michigan Board this spring raising questions about her practice. She has limited license, which requires her to do clinical work under a supervision of a fully licensed therapist. But Benson's online marketing gives no indication that she's supervised. Scott's name was eventually removed from her Psycho- Psychology Today profile. At press time, members of the state license board, licensing board had not responded to white's emails nor to the observers questions about her licensing status and practice mm. um, mm-hmm. the changes she's made mean that new clients don't know their who they're confiding in. She advertises that she works with high risk clients, trauma survivors to do that. Your ethics need to be spot on. I You're worry about on. anyone who would have her as a therapist. Marsha says, how can she keep doing these things? Why a behaviorist thinks that he knows, he knows I'd say that if your behavior doesn't have consequence, you keep doing it on yeah. our website. Benson tells prospective clients, you don't have to care what people who, You don't have to care what the people who don't matter think of you. She also observed some people just can't see clearly, but others really can. Emily Clark was able to shape her own narrative for years after alarms were raised in Oregon in an email to the social work board there, there Marcia worried that losing her license might not stop her. She could just become a life coach, which is what she was going to do here before I reported her as Joe Benson said, she is once again licensed and even in Michigan board cracks, even if the Michigan board cracks down, she could rebuild it, rebrand again. And there are no regulations for life coaches. Wow.
1: Well, I mean, but be a life coach then don't tout yourself as a therapist.
0: Yeah. But she can't fucking like that. This is, this is congruent with personality disorder behavior. Yeah. Right, like you, you don't acknowledge the the errors of your ways. You mm-hmm. like she, she feel like even like if we just go with the cheating stuff, right? Yeah, she admitted to it, but then she retracted her admission, and then she tried to go on and blast everyone for for you know saying she couldn't do it because of her size. Like in every yeah. little instance of this person's behavior, she gets caught. And then she just keeps doing it, right? Right. Like right. the thing said, there's no, the victim when too. there's no consequence of behavior, and we have so much privilege to, like for this example, like I said, she hired an attorney so they couldn't delve into her records. She right. has the privilege and the economic privilege and the white privilege. To be like, oh, no, I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to take me down. I would just surrender my ability to have a license in Oregon and then move over to someplace else, change my my name. And
1: go somewhere else. Right.
0: So that also tells me, like, if like they said, they didn't find a record of a legally changed name. So how does the state of Michigan license her under a name that Mm -hmm. is not her legal name? That's right. You know, that, like when I do they it, they're not doing checks.
1: They're just assuming that you're giving them the right, right name. Yeah.
0: So is there forged documents somewhere in here?
1: Because, uh, I would think because so.
0: she would have had to forge her results of a test to show that she passed the test in order for Michigan to give her a license. Unless Michigan, and I don't know Michigan's laws, but I'm, I'm, I'm comparing it to Oregon is that yeah. when you're going to get licensed, you have to take a test and. And when you go to take that test, like you don't get to, you don't get to take anything in with you and then they print out your results and that's all you get. And it's printed out with your legal name. Oh. And so like, for example, like myself, if I do anything around my license, I always have to use my legal name because that's what my license is under. Yeah. So what's going on in Michigan That this person was able to obtain a license in a name that is not a legal name. I mean, to me, I don't want to, I don't want to accuse, but to me, it seems like there may be some fraudulent documents in play here. And if so, how did she obtain those fraudulent documents? How much did she pay for someone to, you know... And will we have some what's updates on Uh, those things like this?
1: This girl is a chameleon. Yeah. She has been allowed to be a chameleon. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Z. Wow. Yeah. You have any more what's updates? No, that's it. That was my big one. Um, so my what's update and I forgot about it, but, uh, this one came out May 21st. Uh, Aunt Becky. Oh Lord, Lord Aunt Becky. and her husband, Genialio, whatever his name is, to serve prison time for college scam.
0: Okay, but how much? Oh guess. Like what, a year, two years? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Thirty uh, days? Maybe, maybe a little bit more than
1: what uh what's her name did. The uh um, what she got? She got like fourteen days, let's didn't see. she? Uh they're scheduled to plead uh, so, her aunt Becky is scheduled to plead uh, guilty on Friday via video conference before a federal judge in Boston, who must approve the deal. Um, the deal is uh, two months behind bars. Oh, Jesus! Um, for both her and her uh, fashion designer husband. Oh, brother! Oh no, he's he's serving five months. Oh, brother! She's serving two months. He's serving five months. That's it. As part of a deal to plead guilt. All of it look at and how much money it costs. They should have to reimburse.
0: Right? That should know? be restitution.
1: Yeah. So it's look at what they're doing uh, with Jesse Smollett. They're trying to make him reimburse. Right?
0: Yeah. Uh oh, so anyway,
1: yeah. So they're uh gonna be pleading guilty to cheating the college admission process, according to the court papers filed Thursday. Well, Yep. So two months for her, five months for her, uh, you know, for her man. I guess they finally said we knew that they weren't legitimate donations. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. Well, bye, that's Aunt all Becky. My What's bye, Becky. Yeah. All right. I'll well, go. should we take a little breaky break and then we'll jump into some stories? Yes. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. To, what are you bringing to the table? All right, we're back to get into some stories and mm-hmm. where shall we start today? What would you like well, to start with? Do we want to start with the obvious? <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, people I are mean, already I, blowing I, I us it, up saying are you going to talk right. about it? So It's it's like a broken
1: record. I think we could actually just change out the name uh from Ahmed Aubrey mm-hmm. to Gregory. This week it's George Floyd. Yes, George Floyd. Yep. And next week, uh, who's it gonna be? I don't know. And then we have uh another Karen.
0: Yep. Central you know?
1: Park Karen. Uh, you know, I I mean it's just and then you had some other folks. So let yeah, let's start off with let's go with Amy first. Because Amy, um came out
0: first central park cindy yes we're gonna call her Where, central park this, cindy
1: yes i'm not even gonna because i think everybody has already read it it's been on twitter right. it's been blown up everywhere yes so basically is miss amy cooper mm-hmm. she's 41 years old mm-hmm. has her little cocker spaniel out there in central park mm-hmm She's in a place called the Rambles mm-hmm. where uh, people go to bird watch. Yep. It's very, that's where you go. Dogs are to be on leashes in that area. Yep. So Mr. Cooper, no relation. Um, he tells her, Hey, cause the dogs w- just running around like he's yep. a Cocker spaniel right. running around everywhere. Yep. And he's trying to bird watch that. That's why he goes there. Exactly. Uh, Hey, can you put your dog on a leash? Uh, or actually he tells her, Hey, the dog park is, you know, over there. Or can you have your dog on a leash? And she's just like, well, he needs his exercise. And then he's like, well, go. Well, no. And she was also complaining because it was,
0: it was too full in the other area. There was too many people.
1: Right. Whatever it was. But
0: then he points her to another area. Yeah.
1: And then he needs his exercise. It's too dangerous over there. And then he's like, then put him on a leash. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, he needs his exercise. And he goes, okay, well, uh, uh, let me take care of it. So he says he always has little treats yeah. that he gives dogs. And then he could o- he'll only give the dog if the owner puts, you know, the leash mm-hmm. on. So he calls the dog owner over. And that's when she starts getting all freaked out. Like, what are you going to do? Poison my dog? I'm right. assuming. Um, and, you know, and then she's. They, don't touch my dog and then that's where he starts you know getting his video recorded right. from that point yes and here i was like telling my husband i was like look it's one thing when you're uh aggravated and you're angry and upset but the poor dog like i know she was so aggravated oh my god and so upset she was choking the yeah. dog
0: yeah the dog like,
1: the From the moment he turned on that camera, that dog's two feet Mm -hmm. never once touched the floor. Yeah. Never once until she finally, because he was like. Yeah, like like, like, I
0: thought the dog (laughs) was going to get choked out. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought I mean,
1: literally, I... that yeah. dog thought he was being choked yeah. up, too. Because, you know, when dogs finally hit that point where they're just like, I got to get out of here. They're, yeah. It's just like shaking. And right. her arm is like, you know, to the point where finally. Well, and she, she kept pulling down. up
0: on him, right? Exactly. Instead of getting low and because yeah. I, I, I get it, like, you don't want the dog to get away from you, but OK, right. then get low so your dog can have his four feet on the fucking ground right. and you can hook your damn leash into it. And, and yeah. do whatever you need to do. Instead, she is, like, holding it up. like Right. To like,
1: try to get him to conform. I don't know what yeah. she was thinking. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. And then, when the video, when you see her, just almost like you know, this na-na-na attitude. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to call the police and tell them that an African-American. I mean, she emphasized African-Americans. That an African-American man is threatening
0: my life. Right. That And that to me was the the key moment where she knew exactly what she was saying. Oh, she yeah. knew exactly if I call and exactly. say a black man is threatening me, I'm, the yep. police will come and you're the one that's going to get in trouble.
1: Right. Right. They're she she, knew, that. she yep. knew that. She
0: knew that. Because yep. cause otherwise, why wouldn't she just say, I'm, I'm going to call the police. I'm feeling threatened. I'm going to call the police. She specifically right. said, I'm going to call the police and tell them an African-American, African-American man American? is threatening me. Right. Exactly. Which is code for the police to come guns a-blazing. the white lady is right. being raped. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So from that, obviously, everything went blow, blew up viral the works. Yes. From there, they send the video
0: to her. She
1: had a high power job, too.
0: Yeah. She worked for Franklin Financial or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: As one of them CEOs. Yeah. And uh, they placed her on admin leave and then eventually throughout the day when they knew this sucker was not going anywhere. Right. Miss Amy Cooper was uh, released from her duties.
0: And so now she's on the Amy Cooper, um, this has ruined my life tour. Yeah. The whining about how, Oh, I made a mistake and uh, this is ruining my
1: life. I'm like, dude, don't just stop. Just be quiet. Yeah. Then have the next day, we then have Gregory being killed by the police and you whining. Right. You're whining about your life. Yeah. How horrible it is now because you decided
0: to be racist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-oh. And I think too, I feel like she should be uh, charged with misuse of nine I think so. And, false report to a police officer yeah she's Bye. she's submitting a false report that she was being threatened that man in no way ever shape or form shape threatened her or form, yeah. never threatened didn't raise his voice in fact said fine call the police like right. you know didn't scream no don't you fucking call the police like you don't know
1: nope. n- not not to mention she should have gotten the citation at minimum, let's just say at minimum, yep. for not having her dog on a leash. Yep, exactly. At minimum. Yeah. That's what you should get. Like, yeah. maybe they can make something say, well, we're not going to do criminal. Right. At minimum. A, a fine for, having, for having dog, dog off, a off the leash. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Because he was like, he was like, the dog was just... You know running around right and it's you know it's like a nature preserve there you know mm-hmm. we want to keep birds and the environment nice and clean that's why we're like dogs on the leash but the dog was
0: Doing what dogs do when they're on control. Of course, I mean they're gonna go in, and that's what yeah, like we was saying. He's like, this is a spot for bird for avid bird watchers to come Mm -hmm. sit quietly and enjoy, enjoy, see all sorts of birds. I mean, I didn't even remember what what number of birds they said coming. Like two hundred, yeah. So it's a very like, and that's the point of the separate the the rules of like. We want to be able to have the bird watching. You got your dog parks in the other par- parts of the park. Right. That's why it's there. That's why they ask that they be on the 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 Leashed. leashes during that in that area, so they're not rustling under the brush and scaring right. the 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 birds away. Like, yeah. This is a man that's just out there doing his hobby of bird trying, watching, right? Trying to enjoy his day and just trying to say to you, Karen, like, yeah, could you just please, you know, put your dog on a leash be respectful of other people that want to enjoy the park as well right like the the audacity and privilege of her to be like no like right all she needed to do was like oh yeah sure no sure thing yeah let me let me let me do that yeah i'm sorry i thought i was the only one in this section you know like because i could see somebody walking through nobody's out there bird watching you let your dog off leash a little bit run around in the grassy area but as soon as someone comes around, like leash up, get your leash on. You know, I
1: mean, and that's for your safety as well as the dog's
0: safety. Exactly. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, I just yeah. But that's so that anyway. that
0: code language of yep. I feel threatened, black man. I feel threatened. Send the police. Right. Right. And could you imagine? What would have happened that's if the police the, that's came? That's the one thing through? I kept thinking was, oh my God, if they would have yeah. showed up, what would have happened to that man? That's and that's right. the, I mean, I, of course I was outraged by the dog, you know, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was also like, um, I read something else online about how if you were as outraged about the dog... You should be just mm-hmm. as outraged or more that this woman tried to do that to that. Oh man, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Like but
1: we see that all the time. Yeah. Look at what happened to that one lady that killed her own little autistic boy. Did you hear that one? What? She, Oh, you didn't hear? Cause I brought it. I oh, actually shit. brought it to the table. Okay. Because when it first came out, um, it, when this mother first comes out with, uh, Hey, um, my autistic son was kidnapped. The first people she describes are two African-American men kidnapped my autistic kid. Ugh. Yeah. Kidnapped him in broad freaking daylight. As soon as I read that, I was like, oh, lady, you killed your kid. I'm sorry. That was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah. A day and a half later, comes out with this lady, then admits... Uh, that she faked, as a Miami mom, fake son's abduction and faces murder.
0: Wow. So
1: what ended up happening was this lady, she goes out with her autistic kid, nonverbal autistic kid. She makes one attempt to try to drown him. She actually pushes him into like a canal. And a uh, passerby or saw the kid in the, in the canal And it helps rescue the boy while the mom's there, right? While the mom kind of walks away. Uh Uh, And so an hour later, she then pushes him somewhere else in the water, and that's where he drowns.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. But when she was first, you know, when she first claimed that the boy was uh, missing, she had claimed that she was ambushed by two Black men who crashed into her car demanded drugs and took her cell phone, tablet, and son. That's what she claimed. Whoa!
0: And And she killed him.
1: Oh yeah, then they because they had the video or the the still photos you know, somebody's security camera yeah. of a herd attempting to Wait. to drown him the the hour before.
0: Oh, uh, Holy shit. And they were shit. saying that
1: the kid, because he's nonverbal, he couldn't say what took place, you know, when they rescued him.
0: Oh, he my God. He couldn't say, God. my mom pushed me in here. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. See, that's, that's what we're talking about yeah is this use. this like use of race as to make something yeah. serious yeah yeah oh yeah. my god oh so now my she's god she's
1: facing murder charges um and again we have the uh you know let's scare people into believing that uh black people are dangerous right exactly you yeah. Know, let's keep that. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Going. Keep,
0: keep the narrative that, that black is dangerous and yeah. Yeah. Whew. And we have
1: to be, and we have to be fearful.
0: Yeah. And all we have to do to get the police to react is say it's a black person or a person of color yeah. that's doing the harming.
1: And I'm like, lady, your story never, ever made sense. And that's probably why, you know, thank goodness that we have some police officers out there doing their due diligence. Yeah. I'm like, I saw right through that. Why yep. would you think that you could just say two men abducted? One, either you, I would think you either knew the people and you yourself were on drugs. Yep. Right. But they were, no need to kill them. Yeah. So already your story points to you right. automatically. Exactly. Randomly, somebody just, st- I could see if you had walked away and the kid is in the car and they jump into your car and accidentally take off with. Why would they want to be saddled with a non-verbal autistic right. kid? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's just screaming, especially <laughs> a, a light-skinned kid that don't look anything like right. what they would look like. Exactly. Like, I mean, that's just like carrying an elephant around the whole.
0: Yeah. Miami. Like, but, I mean, that, yeah. Because you get you get that's people. So ridiculous. You get uh, you know, you get black people who have like inter- interracial marriages. Yeah. Who are so they're the real parents. Yeah. And, then you still and they still get hand questioned hand about hand. whether they're the parent or not because the right. child is light skinned or it's a stepchild, you know? yeah. So you go into an uh, interracial relationship. The, the, the white partner already has a kid. Yeah. You're the, you're the step partner or step parent. You're taking that kid out. You're getting questioned whether that's your kid. That's your kid or not. Like, yep. yeah, there was, I thought, didn't we do a story about that where um, the police had pulled over, um, yeah, had pulled over someone because they thought that the kid was being kidnapped. Oh, geez. I don't remember
1: that. Yeah. One that I don't know. Really if we did. talked
0: about that one or it was one that I was like, we got to talk about it and then it never happened. But yeah. yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, so we'll go into the next one, which is the more egregious where, uh, George Floyd was, um, murdered well yeah. allegedly murdered um you know what here on what I what are we bringing to the table I'm saying he was murdered I've watched the yeah. video um I I hesitated initially to watch any video I saw a clip I was like that's enough I can't watch any more of this like that's the that's the thing that we we talk about of the emotional tax it takes to watch this kind of stuff on a day in yeah. day out thing Like to see this, like it's sad all the way around. But then when you're a person of color or, um, you know, you're, you're, you have someone in your life that's important. That's a person of color. You know, for me, it's like, I have a black husband. So every time something like this happens, it goes right to that spot of this could be him. Right. You know, right. This, this could be him. And that to me is like, the, the thing i want people to start thinking about and looking at is if you know white people always are famous for saying well i'm not racist i have a black friend right or, i'm not racist i have a black cousin or, i'm not racist right. i have a black da 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 right okay i want you to look at that black friend that black family member that black coworker that you're close to and when this shit happens that could be them Right. So if you aren't caring about enough, if you're not talking about it enough, if you're not spe- speaking up about this kind of stuff, you're not doing enough. Right. Right. Because it could be them. It could right. be them. Because yep. this man was, uh, the police were called because of forgery, which... Because uh, uh, he fit the
1: description. Oh, was it? That's was. What, it was simply they he fit the description of somebody who was committing forgery. That was it. A for
0: forgery in progress. Um, it was. He was under the influence and physically resisted. Yeah,
1: that's what they. Yeah, that's yeah. that's when they pulled him out of the vehicle. He was in a vehicle. Yeah. So they pulled they pulled him out of the vehicle and go from there. So and after then, he, he was dude, already
0: arrested. He,
1: When they pull him out of the vehicle, they handcuffed him and he's walking like no big thing. Like he's walking regular. Yeah. He's not struggling. Nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know how, and I have to say that police officer with the Aubrey comes blazing up. Right. Yeah. Then they, you know,
0: then you start agitating people. So the if one with, his, not, with the foot on the neck what got all fucking Rambo uh, on the situation. Uh,
1: I don't know what happened that they decided he was struggling. Uh, but I was like, based on you guys pulling him out, it was two police officers pulling him out of the vehicle because mm-hmm. supposedly he fit the description of somebody who was committing forgery. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had already gotten in his car. He was, I don't know if, see, and that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if he was the person that was committing forgery because what the police said was he just fit the description. Right. So it could have been some other black man that walked off and poor Gregory was there in his vehicle. George. And the the police come, you know, strolling up and seeing him and saying, oh, I think this might be our guy. Yeah. And then from there this is when the problem, I mean, but I don't, I don't, yeah. I I, what I had heard earlier
0: today was the, the uh, prior to the, the knee on the neck thing. Um, yeah. he was arrested outside the store, but didn't give up any resistance. Like, yeah. Cut put video. on, yeah. you know, walk, walked to the car and then they decide to fucking take him down. And here's For what, what
1: reason. I don't know. Because I,
0: he's, because they're racist. Right. Because but they're I'm racist. Saying, because they're that. racist. He was handcuffed. What damage could he do when he's handcuffed? That's the thing is that he wasn't resisting. He wasn't struggling. He wasn't doing anything to where to necess- necessitate all that. And
1: yeah. then they get
0: him on the ground. Okay. So once he's on the ground, you got one me- one guy on his legs, the guy that killed him with his knee on his throat, clearly in the, in the spot of the neck where, you know, you're going to choke off. Oh yeah you could yeah. tell you could that's what i'm saying it was yeah. when i watched the video because like i said i saw a clip first of of just at the end where he's non-responsive yeah so this one i watched the the scene from them him by the car saying i can't breathe i can't breathe the bystander and saying he can't breathe let him up like right. he can't let breathe the he's, the one dude that was saying how he, he's, he's like I've trained at the academy you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed to do that like that's wrong yeah. you can't do that like he's trying to say then the lady that's saying I'm a first responder you need to check for his pulse you need to check three minutes three minutes passed on that video and he was non-responsive he was yeah. not moving nope. and the guy still had his body positioned with his knee on the jugular to where he killed him Right,
1: and I'm, Killed like, him. What are you... I'm like, what are you... what is your point of all of this? Yeah. Were you waiting for the uh, ambulance to come and then you would get off him? Right. Why
0: did you take so long? Which, if that were the case, you don't need to have your knee on his neck. You right. could have your knee in, in the middle on of his, his back. back. You could have your knee in the small of his back. The one you dude was done. on his legs already. So you don't need to put your knee on a person's neck. Even if you were going to wait for, for, and, and then this bullshit of like, um, medical, he was having a medical, um, incident or something like that. Yeah. Like, no, you were killing him. You were in the act of killing him. He wasn't
1: somebody who is struggling for their life. Like we talked about Aubrey. Yes. They're going to be
0: moving. Yeah. You're
1: killing them.
0: Oh, and and that's what, yeah. That's what the, the people on the video were like he's he's lifting because he's trying to breathe so you can actively see him on the you know his face is smushed to the ground his neck is pinned and you can see like his chest rising but that's just him trying to get enough leverage to get get air into his lungs like if you've ever been with someone on top of you Mm -hmm. like i remember when uh like when i played football and there'd be a play and I, cause I played the line. it was often that I was ended up at the bottom. Right. Yeah. And there were, it's scary. And I knew that people were going to get off of me, but right. there's a moment of panic that goes through your brain because you can't get a deep breath. You're, yeah. you're trying to breathe and people are on top of you. You know, you got two, 300 pound people on top of you. So that's what he was experiencing is he had a, I don't know how, you know, a good, 100 some pounds almost probably 200 pound officer on top of him he's trying to leverage his body enough to get a tiny little breath but you can't get a breath when your jugular in your fucking throat is being cut off yeah like your ability to fucking breathe is being cut off right and that and i mean the the nose was bloody because he kept pushing the face into the concrete which caused the bloody nose like at that point, when and your nose he, is and bleeding, he, and you, and you heard him on there saying, "Don't kill me, yeah. please, don't kill me." Yeah, and 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 his, you know, you're at the point then your nose is bleeding. The blood's probably going into his throat. Yeah, which is also causing inability, uh, difficult to breathe. Because if you've ever had a bloody nose, that blood yeah. goes right down your throat. You know, yeah.
1: and adrenaline just pumping, <sighs> your heart, everything is like on. And
0: to watch this whole thing unfold, fold, where you literally see the man see the die, man dying. you see a man die in front of you when you watch this video, and, and, and not not because he was not, not because he was attacking them, and yep. he was a, a knife fight or a shootout or anything. Here's a man who's in handcuffs on yep. the ground, no ability to fight back, face down. Yep dies right in front and then kept his neck on him even till the point After. where the ambulance people came that's,
1: up that's right
0: like they had to like move him off of him
1: like uh, that's why i'm saying dude as the pastor buyers are trying to tell you dude it's almost like you were there just to egg them on to say I can right? do whatever the hell
0: I want That and that's exactly what I felt like when I was watching yeah. it his body language the way he looked he was in no 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 threat no rush. he was yeah. in no he looked he like breathing heavy he looked like he every time he would do a slight micro movement it was almost like to resituate that knee onto this man's neck right. and to and push even further and to yeah. lean even more body weight into his knee ugh yeah. And then, I, and then the pat, you know, the, the bystanders at one point was, you know, one of them stepped forward and was like, Hey, Hey man, come on. And he pulled out his mace. Yeah. And I'm thinking, thank God he didn't pull out his gun and shoot that guy. Right. Cause they were all right. people of color that were standing on the sidewalk. Right. So what are your thoughts on th- them getting fired? Well, that's the minimum they could do. These motherfuckers need to be charged and convicted. My problem is as we have talked about before, statistically, less than 1% of officers that are charged with murder or assault on a person that it was in their custody are actually convicted. Unless
1: they're uh, officers of color.
0: Right. Yes. Well, that's you know. less than 1%. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's the only reason. Yeah.
1: Because fear don't ever work in their favor. Right. Yeah. You know. None of that. None of none of the uh,
0: the only thing moves. that's going to help this case for a conviction is he was unarmed, he was in handcuffs, where was the threat? Because right. even in the Philando Castillo case, which was also in Michigan or Minnesota, by the way, um, they they pled that because he had a concealed weapon and the weapon was on him, that I mean that guy was acquitted because there was the, you know, risk of of threat that the only, th- I mean, even though it was full video of like Philando was not being threatening. He was yeah. saying, I have a concealed weapons permit. I, you know, I, I am, I do have, I'm caring right now. Like he did everything you're supposed to do when you have a concealed weapons permit and he still ended up dead. Yeah. The only thing this case I feel has going for it is the video the all the witnesses that were there, yeah, And the fact and, that this and, man was down on the ground and not struggling to fight. And they fight. were four deep. Yeah. Oh, well, there was a fourth one? Because I only saw yeah. the three. I saw the one on his legs and then the one with the knee no, the, and a, then the, the Asian, Asian guy that, you, that was... uh yeah. One
1: at the feet, one
0: at the legs, one holding okay. him by the neck. So there and were the three Asian. on him and then the Asian that was running interference. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, I'm sitting there thinking at this point, like, you know... That's the fear and power that the police have is that the these people saw this man actively killing George. Right. Yeah. And still, like, couldn't, it, we're helpless. They couldn't they couldn't bum rush him because they no. would have ended up dead, too. Probably. That's right. They would end up yeah. shot, probably. Yeah. Like there would have been no two two ways about it you right. know cuz i just thought like for a moment like if if somebody would have just ran over there and pushed that one with his knee right just just that right, one, right? just push yeah. him to knock him off balance enough to let him breathe right would it have been worth assaulting a police officer i i mean i feel it would i don't know if i could say right. i would do that in that situation because you are in that the, that yeah, power situation where, situation where you know these these people can pull out their weapon and kill you at any given time because they're killing a man actively in front of you. Right. With no, with no regard. gun, nothing. They're no. literally killing this man in front of these people. And so any thought of like, if I just go over there and push him really quick, I could, th- there's that. I, I could I, have I
1: thought the same thing. Uh, Cause I was like, no, because like, like you said, he would be killed or arrested. Yeah. And if, uh, If he didn't die, then, you know, the DA would make up some... And I say make up because that's their job. Their job is to take a police report Mm -hmm. and try to win it as best they can and throw all kinds of charges out there Mm -hmm. and uh, rely on police officer testimony. Right. Because that's a lot more weight on their uh, truth than on your regular citizen truth
0: yeah yeah so
1: you know i feel like it for that person it would have been a no-win situation because yeah. like, i was thinking maybe, like okay so
0: maybe saved his life but right it, uh, I, I feel like you absolutely they absolutely saved his life but then they would have but they would have they may have ended up dead by that time yeah you know yeah and then i thought well could you have i mean even just thrown something like just all i kept thinking as i'm watching us like anything that could have knocked him off balance enough that he could have that the knee would have been taken off the neck and And, no
1: amount of screaming because that's what they were doing they were screaming exactly
0: they're yelling at the like stop do it stop do it he's not breathing he's gotta breathe um everything like yeah oh and then the you know the fucking asian officer he's over there just like get back get back and the lady that was like i'm a I'm a first responder. Like you have to check for a pulse. And, and that was the thing she was talking about is like, once he was non-responsive, they performed no CPR measurement measures, no attempt to revive, sat there with his knee on the guy's neck until the ambulance staff arrived, walked over, moved the officer enough to get a pulse. And obviously found there was no pulse. Right
1: to me. And he looked more like a experienced officer, not a rookie. So he looked like, no, dude, you can't say not enough training. Yeah. You can't, that can't be an excuse for you. Right. There should be no excuse for what you did. Yeah.
0: (sighs) It's just, I can't. It's it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. And it's, um, it's enough. It's enough. That's why, you know, when I was, uh, you know, then following, um, the, the protest that, you know, came came afterwards right mm-hmm. um which i'm not gonna call it a right i'm gonna call it a protest yeah white people can call it a right if they want to but they're protesters and i mean i literally had this stop like fucking burn it to the ground man yeah because we because you don't want to listen when it's a peaceful protest you right. don't want to listen when it's a, a violent protest you don't want to listen like Period. ultimately you don't want to fucking listen it doesn't matter like maybe that's what it's going to take is to, and it's not very peaceful of me, but I just was like watching this, like burn it to the ground. Fuck right. Like, and that's, that's the, the piece that I'm like,
1: you know, people, you need leadership up in there. That is going to cut that bullshit out. Like you aren't policing a plantation. Yeah. These people are paying for protection. It, there's nothing to say, go up there, guns a blazing. There was no danger. Even if it, let's see, even if he was committing this forgery, mm-hmm. there's no danger there in a forgery. So,
0: what, you take a report and boom. I think it. it was, was it, was it he was trying to use a, a bad check or, or counterfeit money? I heard, I had read something about it was money, right? Uh,
1: I don't, I don't know. They just said he just
0: fit the description. Um, so let's say, and I, so I we'll, looked up, we'll find out more in a little right. bit
1: about what his criminal history may l- or may l- not be.
0: I looked up the, um, the Minnesota law on, on forgery, right? Yeah. Um, and I just went with what I had read about like counterfeit money. Yeah. Um, if something is less, if you're using counterfeit money for, to purchase something of less than a thousand dollars, it's basically like a misdemeanor. You see what I'm saying? So to me, like the, the whole incident in and of itself is like, Quite less. it's, it's a not, it's a non-person to person crime. It's something that could be very well get, take the information, take what you have, write up a police report, forward it to the DA, go from there. Yeah. Right. Like, ugh, I just, but that's yeah. the difference between and going back to fucking Central Park Karen. Is Uh when the police get called on a black person versus when the police get called on a white person, right? Well, the The benefit of the doubt.
1: There has been a video uh, that has been circulating too of, I mean, clearly it's a a white guy Mm -hmm. who clearly, you know, Looks like he's got mental health issues, mm-hmm. but he's got a knife in his hand mm-hmm. and you've got about four or five police officers, guns pointed. Mm-hmm. And this guy, they're like, put the knife down. Yep. You know, they're screaming, put the knife down, put the, and he's going around. And, ah! and then there's a person that is driving their vehicle and, it, you know, it stops because he gets in the middle of the road and then. They're like, lock your doors, roll up your windows. And that guy's just like, you know, stabbing at the window and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And And not one shot fired. One shot fired. Not one shot fired. I'm not not saying they should have killed him. Yes. But what I am saying is you use the same tactics that you do here and respond that exact same way to someone else. Right. Like, you know, give them the opportunity, find out what's happening, you know, if they might, you know, may, may, they may have mental health Mm -hmm. uh, disorders that look a bit different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but if you're not willing to shoot that white person,
0: if if you're not feeling threatened enough to shoot the man wielding the knife, that's white, but yet you'll walk up on someone who's completely unarmed and shoot him. (laughs) Or, or her
1: stomp on his neck
0: or stomp on his neck yeah. like that's racism that's racism yeah. in action like hundred yeah. percent and you know it's it's the it's the emotional pain that exists in in people of colors and black people's lives every stinking day because of this bullshit. right the right. fear the anxiety all of things as we know stress affects immune system right so we talked about this before we talk about it all the time but that health disparity disparities exist because people of color are under higher levels of stress than white people yeah and it's this kind of stress right it's this kind of worry of what happens if the police roll up on me and think i'm the one you know think i fit the description Right, And it's a narrative that continues and continues and continues. And um, and then they wonder, well, don't talk to me in a snappy tone. Why are you so angry?
1: Uh, Yeah, you, I'm going to give an attitude, too. Yeah. Because you're pulling me over for something that you're not telling me why you're pulling yeah. me over. Yeah. You know, it, what is it? And then you want me to be nice? Right.
0: Like, come on. Well, and, and it, it's even like the, the, the questioning, even if you're not upset, like asking a question, um, where was that at? Was it recently with, um, there was this uh, video of a guy, he was driving his, um, he was driving a rental car and he got pulled over, black guy, two black, two black men in the car. They got mm-hmm. pulled over. It was a rental car. The officer kept at, like, the, the the guy was doing everything, quote unquote, that you're supposed to do, right? Hands yeah. are in 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 uh, plain sight, you. you know. And and all he's doing is saying, you know, he does the whole thing. Well, is this your car, right? Yeah. Like, automatically, is this your car? Because you're going to assume yeah. that it's not your car because you're a black person, right? Right. The man's like, no, it's not. It's a rental. My car's in the shop. But. Again, they use this tactic of they ask the same question over and over again. Right. They, they say, so. They, they'll ask you one thing and then they'll go on talking and then they'll come back to that same question. Right. It's a tactic to, trigger, to, to see if they trip you up. To trigger you. Yeah. Right. And he said, I told you it's a rental. Well, how does it turn on? How does the car turn on? Yeah. And he's like, with the key. Like, you know, like, yeah. he just keeps pushing this kid and pushing this kid. I mean, not a kid. He was an adult, but, you know, he was a young, young adult. It's pushing and pushing in and he's like I'm trying to be you know he's not getting his voice isn't getting raised but the officer is like well you're making me kind of nervous is there marijuana in the car is that shake on the floor I think I see shake on the floor yeah and he's like officer there's no marijuana in the car there's no that's not Um, shake that's grass like. You know, these tactics Uh, of trying to trip the person up to say, yeah, there's drugs in the car or, you know, so it's like these little tactics that typically only get used on people of color, you know, where I was watching a, um, uh, another video of, it was a white man, um, had been pulled over, Uber driver, he, he got pulled over and the passenger got arrested and the officer was, so the Uber driver was recording the incident, right? And one of the officers comes up and says, stop recording. You can't record. And the guy's what? like, um, yeah, actually I can. It's you're you're your an officer in the performance of your duty. It's within my rights to record you. And he's like, no, you can't, you can't like just, you know, going back and forth. And he's like, is this a new law that just recently got passed? Cause the guy's an attorney. So he makes extra money on the side by driving Uber. Yeah. And so he knew his rights. But, like, even that situation where here's a white man who never gets pulled out of his car, who never gets, you know, forcibly removed from his car, which is usually what happens, right? A forcible removal of the car, usually thrown down, handcuffed. Like, it's different if you say it one or two times, like, but it's a consistent tactic by the police with people of color yeah that is rooted in racism yeah 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 and yeah so what happened then
1: with the uh attorney the uber driver? they had to let him go because he did nothing wrong why did they arrest the passenger
0: um i'm not sure like he probably i I don't know they saw him in the back car or something i don't they never went into like why why that guy got arrested or whatever but uh, um but they tried to pull this whole thing of like, you know, well, is there gonna be drugs in the car and da, da, da? And the guy's like, well, if there's anything back there, it belongs to that guy. Like it's not mine. You know, like Oh gosh. Yeah.
1: I'm like, when when can we, you know, why why are you seeking stuff out? Right. Right. Like if you don't see it why
0: are you seeking it exactly are well but that's the, that's again i mean i i i think i told the story once already but when we were traveling through idaho and mm-hmm. we got pulled over in the um rest area like we pulled off onto the rest area to go to the bathroom and the police lit us up in the park as we parked The first thing that he wanted to do was ask me if there were drugs in the car. Are there drugs in the car? Are there drugs in the car? And I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, well, if we bring a canine out, are they going to sniff drugs? (coughs) Why? Because my black husband gets out of the car. So automatically you're like, oh, we're fucking bringing drugs. Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't know. Like all of those tactics. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. It's enough. And, I, I don't you know, know how many how many ways we got to
1: keep saying the same thing over and over right. again. Like, and um, how many stories I I haven't. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for a year, a year, a little over a, a year. year, a little over a year, and I don't think we've gone maybe two episodes before there's some type of racial something. Yeah. That we bring
0: up. Well we can't statistically because in two thousand nineteen over a thousand uh unarmed uh and was it black people or just people of color were killed by the police. Yeah. Um I, I'll look something's it. gotta
1: change. Something has well, to
0: change. Um what I was reading today um was there's a, uh, what did they say? It was a, a theory. I can't remember um, because basically since like 2015, since this, uh, this place, this, uh, I think it's, I think it's Washington post that has this um, it, tracking of uh, um, mapping police violence. I think it's sponsored oh, okay. by, by the Washington post. So in 2000, uh, in 2019, a thousand 1099 people were killed um by the police Wow! now that that's overall but it does say that black people were 24 percent of those killed despite being over 30 only 13 percent of the population so again it's the disproportionate um representation in 2019 there were only 27 days where police did not kill someone yeah
1: And mind you, I'm sure some of them are the ones that are the dangerous, you know, the dangerous ones that come at you and beating up your spouse or, you know, whatever it is that drunk. Well, for whatever reasons, I'm sure that some of those are justified that I'm not talking about, you know, those justified ones. I'm talking about. the No, we're not talking about that at all.
0: No, we're talking about unarmed people that are killed by the police every year simply
1: because of the color of their skin
0: simply because racists are behind the gun
1: yes yeah
0: yeah simply because mm -hmm. the racist is behind the gun yeah and we've gone into like the long history of racism in police i mean that's the mm -hmm. thing is that you can't deny the historical (laughs) racism within police right and you know i'm not saying i mean i i I think that the police there needs to be a reformation within law enforcement right there needs to be because you have a historical
1: white white
0: supremacy in police that unless you completely reform it it's not going to stop and that's the the article i was reading earlier too was that the statistic stays the same because um there's no changes. And it was basically saying until a fundamental change happens within society, Mm -hmm. these numbers stay the same. So a a thousand over a thousand people each year are killed by the police. Mm Um, in 2015, I think it said, um, Unarmed black people were killed by police five times the rate of unarmed white people in 2015. Wow. When that's this project five, started,
1: five times,
0: five times, not unarmed, five more. unarmed, five unarmed. So if
1: there two white people that get killed. There's ten black yeah. folks that get killed. Yeah. If there's three white folks that get killed, there's fifteen yes. black folks that get yes. killed.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And if there's five. Then there's 25 black
0: folks. Mm-hmm. Nearly one in three black people killed by the police in 2015 were identified as unarmed. The actual number is likely higher due to underreporting.
1: Yeah, I bet. Because we don't have video for those.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and I didn't notice, because uh, I was kind of looking, I didn't notice any body cams on these officers. I didn't see any either. So I'm like... That, to me, is a huge problem. Yeah. There's body cams, one, for, and I always say this, for the city's protection Mm -hmm. to ensure that any allegations, uh, you look at the body cam and see what's up, right? Yep, exactly. how they got the, the police officer who was grabbing the dead lady's boobs. Yep. You know? Exactly. By body cam, right? Or and I'm sure it's also, you know, somebody accusing them of doing something, you know, crazy. Body cam. Boom. Yeah. Sorry, it didn't happen. Yep. So that body cam works both ways. Right. I would think as risk management that I'd be like, we're investing in body cam. Yeah. Because we ain't we can't continue to pay out these death benefits mm-hmm. or assault, whatever, whatever's or you mm-hmm. know, these allegations.
0: We can't continue to settle. And not to mention, I think that there should be, it, there's, it should be a reprimandable, reprimandable offense if you don't turn it on, right? Oh, if, yeah. If you, if something goes down, or actually, like at all, like in your shift,
1: during your whole shift,
0: like, if you, if you come back and you turn your cam in at the end of the shift and yeah. there's there nothing on no it? uh video... During every call that you're on, right? Because you have to log your calls when you're on, you know, you log on your computer out on this call. If there's not footage from that, from each call, automatic reprimand. Yep. I agree. I agree. It's just, it's just tiring. It's tiring and tiring and tiring. And it takes an emotional toll on people of color and... It's going to take, I mean, uh, f- unfortunately for, for people of color, it's going to take white people to fucking step up, right? It's going to take yeah. people with power to step up and say, enough's, enough's enough. enough. We're not doing this anymore. Um, we're going for major police reform. So, I yeah. Think, I, I think it's a start that the fact that they fired those police officers like fast.
1: Yes. I thought that was like, okay, You're you're showing that this is serious. Right. Right. this is serious if they have police unions their police union can file and go to yeah. arbitration whatever to get their jobs exactly
0: back. yeah you know yeah
1: but the fact that they fired them expeditiously to me is a good
0: decision yeah it's a start yeah <laughs> it's a start yeah um, it's not enough. Like, that's the no. one thing is that we can't be like, well, at least they fired Because they
1: can investigate. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, they're, these folks are not getting paid. They're not sitting at home yep. getting paid. Right. They can't use the keywords, key phrases. I was fearful. Yep. No, you're done. Get yeah. off the street. People cannot, you know, we cannot have any type of, you know, to me, it's like you are this one guy that had his leg, you know, had his knee on his neck. He was involved in two other shooting incidents. Yeah, hip incidences. yeah I saw and I'm that. like, that's just too, too many. Yeah, like your job should be keeping it holstered. Exactly. So something is going on that you get more and more brazen. Yeah, like how about hey? And this is where body cam works in. Is like, okay, there was this incident. You had a shooting. Let's look at it. Let's get get better trained. How could we have de-escalated? Right. But because there's this mentality of we don't, we get all our training. You know, I'm going to the gun range. Yeah. Or I'm do-do-do-do. That's the wrong mentality to have as a police officer. And I understand that, yes, police officers put their lives at risk every single damn day. But I believe that that risk could be reduced if you had training on how to talk to people exactly period. Yeah. And how not to be approaching people with hostility, a suspicion. If you suspect something, be Columbo. Be nice. People will respond because their lower, you know, their uh brain is relaxed and they're gonna be able to engage a little bit more with you. Mm-hmm. You would probably get more out of them telling you, you know, stuff. Than you thought was possible, you know, if you just approach people as human beings. And that's not to say, again, but that's not and, to say I believe that about all officers. Yeah, right. There are some, a lot however,
0: of out there. however, there's too many that's killing people, right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing is that the ones that they aren't doing it, it out. the ones that aren't doing it are are not the majority. It doesn't appear to be the majority, right? Like they're not, they're not the ones that are being promoted or what, you know, like yeah. there's, there's, there's a, there's a culture amongst police that again is rooted in racism. And you can't tell me that this man probably didn't have racist tendencies, right? No. Like I mean, to I, be that I, comfortable to I be. I did see video or not video, but a picture of
1: that guy, and I don't know if it was photoshopped or anything, mm-hmm. but it did show he had like a a MAGA hat on. So I don't know. Again, I don't know if it was a the Photoshop. one that killed. Yeah, I, I
0: mean, don't know it's if it possible. was a
1: photoshopped.
0: Right. You yeah.
1: Know, or you know, I, I, which is I,
0: hard to say right now because I'm sure there's exactly. a lot of that happening. Yeah.
1: Right. So you know, but if it's not like if it is true. It's like, dude, what? Yeah. You know, just, just like the Border Patrol and their little Facebook right. posting. Yeah, that exactly. It needs to be busted and broken down. Exactly. The, the message should always be absolutely not. We don't tolerate it. And it's not that we don't tolerate it uh, as soon as the media gets a hold of it. We, we don't, don't tolerate, tolerate it, it at all. Period. Right. Yeah. So it- I'm not on this Facebook page just to be monitoring to make sure everything's, right. you know cool
0: no i'm i'm telling people shut it down it's 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 like to even become to be in the job you should have to take some sort of racial and equity assessment right to see where you're at and there there should be a minimum standard even to get hired and then you can consistent training and consistently taking the the assessment right to show because we're all we're all swimming in white supremacy because that's what this right. country is built upon, right? Yeah. So even people of color will have implicit bias against other people of color because yeah. we're subjected to the white supremacy um, culture of our country, right? right? So you could take the, you know, like um, the the Harvard implicit bias test. It's free. Anybody can take it. It's online. It'll tell you a lot about yourself in terms of which biases you hold. And you will find that you will have a bias against people of color. If you take that test. Yeah. Even if you're a person of color. Exactly. And
1: that's what I was about to say, even as it, it, because that's where these white people then say, well, that's racism. Uh, no it's internalized racism yeah exactly Where we can't even stand our own color that we have to look outside of ourselves and point i'm better than yeah that
0: mexican yeah you because know? there's a constant barrage of in of, of, of messaging mm-hmm. of shame towards you if you're a brown or black person in this country right, right? and avoid that avoid yeah. that accent or avoid right. looking like that exactly you know? I mean, we joke yeah. about it ourselves, right? Within ourselves, right. like you know, like Cara de exactly yeah, all of that. Yeah, ranchero, you right. know. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I guess we it, should take a break. Yeah. We, should, uh, we,
1: knew, we, we knew it was going to be a long. It,
0: one. it was going to come to this. Yeah. Um. We'll take a break and maybe come back with another story each, and then wrap it up. How about that? Wrap it. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back all right we back Dude, welcome to the table.
1: what welcome to the table Welcome to the table welcome to the table. to the table what am i thinking what are you drinking over there yeah maybe it was like hey welcome to our table and partake of the wonderful <laughs> sit down at our table
0: buffet <laughs> have a buffet of news <laughs> and culture new society and culture yeah um we're back Two. What are you bring to the table? Right. And we're going to do another story. We realized we didn't really do story story. It was combined stories because that's just the way it was this week because we had to talk about that shit. Again. Right. Like if shit. The multiple. Kept- yeah. The multiple stories that had the same theme. I mean, if it's popping off, we got to talk about it. So right. you know either one of us going to bring the story so we might as well just talk about it together. So right. we're going to do one actual story each. And then we'll do some rapid fire before we close this episode out. So what do you got for your story? (laughs) Uh, This one comes from the
1: New York Post. It came out May 25th, 2020. Boys let Black Widow bite them in hopes of turning
0: into Spider-Man. Come on. (laughs) Come on. That's a rapid fire story. We don't even talk about that idiocracy.
1: Three young Bolivian brothers were hospitalized after getting a black widow spider to bite them, thinking it would turn them into Spider Man. According (sighs) to officials, the Marvel loving siblings, ages 12, the 12 year old should have known better, 10, the 10 year old should have known better, and the eight, found the spider while herding goats in Chayanta, a Ministry of Health official revealed at coronavirus briefing Saturday, according to Telemundo. Thinking it would give them superhero powers, they prodded it with a stick until it bit each of them in turn. Finding them crying, their mother rushed them to a nearby health center, which transferred them to a nearby hospital. The would-be Peter Parkers were transferred uh, a third time, taken to a children's hospital in La Paz the next day with fevers, tremors, and muscle pain. There, they were treated and discharged last Wednesday, almost a week after they were bitten, the report says. Pietro shared the drama as a warning to parents saying that for children, everything is real. Movies are real, even though they are in fact an illusion, according to Telemundo with venom 15 times stronger than a rattlesnake. I didn't know that. Um, Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Black widows are one of the most feared spiders in the world and the most venomous in North America. While their bites are not usually fatal, children are among those most at risk, along with the elderly and infirm, the site says. The arachnids are not aggressive and bite only in self-defense, National Geographic says, including, it seems, when prodded, by young superhero fans have you seen a black widow spider oh yeah of course uh, okay those things are big they're i mean they're, they're not tiny. huge they're
0: not like little recluse they're big yeah i mean they, yeah they're uh, not like tarantulas or nothing like that no but they're probably the size of a
1: quarter with their legs yeah Sorry
0: about that yeah go
1: rear ends yeah And just menacing with that, when you see that little hourglass on their
0: butts. Yeah. Which you can't see, like, until you're, like, looking at it. Yeah.
1: There ain't no way in hell I'm getting close to one of those things. (laughs) I mean, I don't understand how those kids. uh, And I knew from a young age, because they're in SoCal. So they're in Southern Cal. I knew from a young age. They're, like, everywhere where there's dark. You know that there's there, something
0: lurking in there that's I mean, a black widow. That's how I was growing up. They were all, like, it was the wood pile, right? Yeah. Because yep. we grew up with wood stoves and and, and such. So you yep. always knew going out to get wood in the wood pile. Like, that was always my biggest fear was yep. getting. And they
1: never came in the house,
0: but they were either under the porch. Mm-hmm.
1: They liked dark see. areas, yeah. wood, even yep. better. Yeah. Yep. And it's like when you see one, or when at least when I see one, I'm like, ah! <laughs> you know, and I'm jumping back. I ain't like investigating, <laughs> I, you know. I can't even look at them with just fear that I have of them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not quite sure how these kids didn't know, like, stay away from. Them. And that's why I said I knew from a very young age.
0: Don't do you think they? So you don't think they knew it was a black widow. No, I think they knew. Oh, I think they knew it was a Black Widow. What? what?
1: They, you don't think, do you think they really thought that they were going to be able to get be Spider Man? I think the eight year old would could be convinced. You know what I'm saying? The eight year old is. Do you think you know, maybe like
0: the twelve year old convinced him? Like it was the one of those.
1: Because you think of look at my kid. My kid is twelve, going on thirteen. He knows better. You know what I'm he, saying? Yeah, yeah. He, he knows Spider Man is fake. Yeah, you ain't going to be Spider Man. You know, not unless that kid had special needs. But my twelve-year-old knows, no Santa ain't real. Right. The Easter Bunny ain't coming
0: around. <laughs> there is no Tooth Fairy. You w- know. Where did you say this was? Though was this in Mexico? You said. In Bolivia. Bolivia. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, but look at
1: it's sec- like look at how quickly they got help. So we're not like in too much of yeah. a... You know, desolate, yeah. you know, Amazon jungle. And I mean, you can
0: tribe. survive a black widow bite. It just can get really, like it can Yucky. get, it It can, I think because it has like the stuff that can eat your flesh An away acid, yeah. and it basically can, you know, cause that kind of you know, serious damage, where it gets yeah. a hole. You can get a, end up with like a hole in your skin, basically, where yeah. you have know, a huge scar and stuff like that. It's it's very. I think it's very rare, rare that they would kill somewhere. It's only like someone who has like uh like other Compromised.
1: like they said, like a compromise, right? Or something. someone
0: that is like uh, um, allergic to bee stings and things like that, where you could go oh, into yeah. uh, anaphylactic shock because yeah. of it. You know, like that fucking video of the murder hornet that we watched. Oh of the dude oh, getting like intentionally that. getting himself bit and he's like oh. i got the epi because you know um i'm not allergic but just in case that oh. whole thing so i think the same thing can happen with black widows right you know but come on i, sh-
1: I sure as hell wouldn't want to get bit just to see what it feels no! like no hell no hell to the no Hail to the night. I wouldn't even want to be Spider Man. I mean, Look at how many troubles he has been Spider Man. <laughs> he can never have a girlfriend, right? <laughs> ah, ah, I mean, he's, lo- he's lonely ah, for the rest of his
0: ah, life. Ah, 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 ah. So lonely. Oh, so lonely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I was trying to figure out which one to do, um, and I chose this one. So this comes from NPR. Um, Trump threatens to shut down social media after Twitter adds warning to his tweets, which I think this is great. Finally, Twitter, finally, Twitter, you're doing something right.
1: All right. So, so if you don't here's know. My thing. Here's my thing. Okay. You wanted me to use a black widow spider as a rapid fire. <laughs> That's a rapid fire. I'm like, that fool. I got two words. He's a fool. Well, of is a fool. Of is a yeah.
0: fool. That would be three words, but I don't count the A. He's a fool. That's it. That's all I got. He's a fool. Well, for those of you that don't know, I mean, I can't imagine we have anybody on our um, listening listeners that don't know. But in case you don't know, now you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, So tensions between Trump and Twitter escalated Wednesday as he threatened to strongly, strongly regulate or shut down social media platforms, which he accused of silencing conservative viewpoints. First of all, (laughs) nobody's silencing you. They're not taking down the post. All they're doing is putting a link of like some of the things in this tweet are not completely accurate. It's Uh. up to the person to click on the link. Uh, so Trump threats came after one day after Twitter for the first time added a fact check warning to a pair of his tweets in them. Trump claimed without evidence that mail-in ballots are fraudulent Republicans feel that social media platforms totally silence conservative voices. Trump tweeted Wednesday morning. We will strongly regulate or close them down before you can ever allow this to happen. We saw what you, you attempted that, to do. Okay,
1: wait, wait. But isn't that the, the platform of a conservative is to get the government out
0: of our daily lives? Uh, yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. But yet they want the government yeah. in our lives? Like, I want my free speech. I want my freedom to go out and get my hair cut.
1: I, I don't want to have to wear a damn mask. Yeah. You're, you're encroaching in right. my uh, constitutional rights. Exactly. But let me go ahead and encroach in freedom of speech rights because... I don't want it. I don't want you all to know that I lie. Yeah. Give me a damn break. So,
0: it's unclear that what what Trump could do to crack down on social media platforms, but the power of Silicon Valley tech giants has been subject to investigations by federal and state agencies as well as congressional hearings. University of Miami law professor Mary Ann Frank said the president has little legal recourse against Twitter's decision to fact-check his posts because the company has a right to set and enforce its own rules. Can a public official try to regulate or shut down private entity on the basis of not liking what they did? She said, no,
1: just delete his account. Stop using Get off Twitter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, so they can't, you can't shut them down for not liking what they did. Um, that would exactly what the first amendment protects us against. That's the great irony of all of this. Twitter has in the past given world leaders a lot of le- leeway, even when they post false information because it says their tweets are newsworthy. In 2000, June, 2019, the company created a warning label to flag the suppress and suppress political tweets that breaks its rules on acceptable speech and earlier this month the company announced it would label pol- potentially harmful tweets about the coronavirus mm-hmm. the president posted the same unsubstantiated claims about voting by mail on Facebook but the social network unlike Twitter has not placed warning labels on the post which i think is bullshit because i've posted i've reposted something on Facebook and i've got the message saying your post may not be factual <laughs> Wow. So are they do are they are they doing the same for him?
1: No. Um.
0: So I think it's great. I think uh when when Twitter decided to do this, I was like, good. That's about damn yeah. time. Right. Um. At the end of the day, though, what we know about his supporters because of the Dunning Kroger effect, they will not research That's anything right. further than what he says.
1: Nope.
0: So no. Nope. Um. You know, it's out there for the people that are willing to move away click from ignorance on the link. <laughs> right you know click but the, on the little link. most of the people that will click on the link already knew it's full of shit anyway <laughs> of course you know? right uh, and then most
1: most that continue to support him don't really care whether yeah. it's truthful or not no they, God. they don't care no
0: yeah, no big deal yeah uh well should we do some rapid yeah, fire yeah let's go into rapid fire all then. right what you got for your first rapid fire Um,
1: okay, this one. Seattle police investigating three more anti-Asian bias incidences in Ballard. Uh...
0: Well, unfortunately, the level of bias crimes against Asians has gone up since COVID has, you know, come out. I mean i don't understand it i mean i understand it fundamentally but i just don't understand it like
1: the ignorance yeah the level of ignorance yeah i just think that yeah the level just like uh people not drinking corona uh, right in the
0: beginning of all of it right yeah Yeah. because oh that's where people (gasps) that's that's how you're getting it yeah exactly
1: i'm like you freaking non-educated ignorant
0: fools
1: yeah, ignorant it just, fools. It just blows me away, and then and then to be on social media saying that
0: stuff. It's like you're showing your stupidity to yeah. people,
1: Ugh. but
0: they don't care. It's like they no. they don't care. They don't no. care. Um. All right. This is a local one. A uh, student documentary tackles important history in Lake Oswego. Um. A documentary and entitled lake no negro
1: yeah uh, that was one that i heard when i barely moved up here
0: yeah so i did actually read the article and i watched it's a short um it's a 14 minute documentary which i think it's it's i mean it's great like it's a student that's that's uh bringing it to the forefront i mean it's not like people like you said that's the first thing you heard when you moved up here Lake right. Lake No Negro, right? Um, and there's a reason behind it. There's a history history behind it, and yeah. in the ways and
1: we continue to see it in West
0: Lynn. Exactly. West Lynn is like a stone's throw away from yep. Lake Oswego. Well, what didn't, didn't yeah. you do a story though about a Lake O police officer as well? Though that was mm. where the wasn't that one where was where the um the sex tape one was, wasn't it? no that was the west Lynn. was that west you well yeah, you did one on, on it
1: on was le- the one where the the chief or whatever was like if you're watching these ladies get you know get busy make sure you tell me about it
0: oh so okay yeah that's what maybe yeah. it was there was there was some lake oswego connection to one of the ones we've done though
1: mm, but i can't remember no, what it no. was i have to yeah yeah i have to scroll down to go, go in our what,
0: archives yeah,
1: <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get we'll get ginger on that ginger. <laughs> All
0: right, what All right. you got next?
1: My last one? No, you got two uh, more. Oh, I got two more. Yeah. Okay, woman, twenty-five, who was choked and stabbed to death by her Tinder date, who then asked cops to shoot him after he reported the killing. What? Yeah, a woman, twenty-five. Now, I'm not a
0: Tinder user.
1: Well, I would hope is it not.
0: Tinder, like, isn't Tinder like booty calls? I mean, it wasn't... I don't think it was meant to be that. It was, It was. you know, it start, it started as every dating app does. But it quickly became known as the hookup app for heteros. Well, and for, you know, LGBTQ. But, um, yeah, it became the quick... It quickly became... Because all it is is that you're looking at images, you know? So yeah. there's no in-depth, like you know, it's not like eHarmony or anything where you find out everything about your your potential yeah. partner. Like, it's, it's just, it's hey, photos. Like you, so, it's photos. Yeah. Swipe left, swipe right. Swipe left, swipe right, you know? So, yeah. it became, I think it became a very much a hookup app of, like, you know, you want to get down, you DTF? You know, get on Tinder. Yeah, um, well... So, she met up with someone, choked him out. She met up with him. He choked her he out. He choked her and out. And then, he then
1: calls the cops and says, just kill me. Just shoot me. Whoa. Kill me now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And I'm like, girl, you know? And again, it's like, I want to say, you know, girl, stay sexy. Don't get murdered. (laughs) Be safe. Why are you responding to these crazy ass fools? But then again, it's but like, that's the thing about this. Can f- she not just meet somebody and can there be no expectation that she either has to give herself up because you want something from her? Like, do, can we not just treat women with autonomy and allow them to make their own right? decision? Exactly. Like, can we own our bodies right? at some point in this yeah. life? Can can, can a girl just
0: go on a date? Yeah. Like, Jesus. Can I get to know you? Yeah. Like, can
1: I just kiss you if I think we're grooving? Right, exactly. Do I always gotta give it up?
0: Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. That's and then terrible.
1: If I decide I don't want to, do I have to fear that you're just gonna take it?
0: Yeah, right? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. God, just bring in some sad harshness with your rapid fire.
1: All yeah, right. Well, yeah.
0: my next one is um, Hot Nurse Discipline for wearing bra and panties under see through PPE gown. What? <laughs> a nurse, I'll read the subtitle, a nurse in a at a hospital in Tula, Russia, wore nothing but underwear beneath her see-through protective suit, gloves, and goggles while working in a COVID-19 ward. Why? I don't know. She wanted to, I guess. <laughs> no scrubs, just her... Pee-pee? It's, uh, you know, it's like a plastic zip-up suit, you know, that... Um, that they have to wear with, you know, the gloves. Is it like
1: hot? Is she like saying, hey, it's hot up in here. I'm not wearing clothes on top of this Maybe. plastic suit.
0: Yeah, I would say, th- I would think it would be sticky and sweaty. I'd want to, a- I would want a layer of stuff between me and that um, plastic, you know. Wow. Um. I don't know.
1: That's like, that's to me is like the epitome of one of those dreams where you she said it was too hot
0: to wear clothing underneath the head to toe vinyl gown. (laughs) Which I mean, it would be hot under a vinyl fucking zip up suit. That's got the hood and it's all tight and you got goggles and you got gloves you know, but I would think that, you know, you would sweat. I wouldn't want that feeling of sweaty like against a, the vinyl. You know, that's
1: what I'm saying. How Ugh. about like, a, you know, a cotton uh, long
0: johns or something. Right? Or not even long you johns, know? like a um, like Those a 50, dry fit, 50? you know. like Yeah, like, something that will absorb. Like what, and, you know, you runners know. and stuff where, where it's really tight, but it absorbs and keeps you cool, wicks away the sweat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't get it. You know, she might have been trying to just be, you know, Extra. I mean, you're working on a COVID nineteen unit. You're probably trying to figure well, out something. All, if
1: the people are all on ventilators, like
0: you're probably you know, trying to figure out something to give some levity to your job. Like you're <laughs> working around die- dying people all day. Yeah. Like you know.
1: Well, she should just be glad that she even has PPE
0: you know, <laughs> right
1: equipment. Yeah, because we over here, we we don't. They don't have PPE equipment.
0: And I mean, ultimately, it just looks like she's wearing a bikini under the the unit the. The gown. Yeah, it's so unprofessional, though. You know
1: what I'm saying? Eh. You go to the you go to the hospital not so that you could be distracting the you
0: know patron. Who knows? It might make some dude feel good. You know, he's all dying up in there from COVID. One dude feel good. Although it might make him shortness, short of breath, so it might not be (laughs) helpful. (laughs) Maybe that's what's helping them. Yeah. Hey, they gotta start breathing.
1: Get them in there. Get them lungs to work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, right, what's your last like one?
1: one? Sweden's COVID nineteen strategy has caused an amplification of the epidemic. What? Yeah. Do you remember? I think I either we were talking about it and I said Sweden hasn't done anything. They're putting it on the people themselves to do social. Oh, distancing. I
0: didn't know that.
1: Yeah. And so now they've got obvious what everybody else knew is People aren't going to do, if you don't take it seriously, the people aren't going to take it seriously. That's why we have half this country, you know, up in arms about wearing a mask because our FDEP administration doesn't take it serious. So basically,
0: well, if, if we watch the, Sweden, who's doing nothing, we'll know what happens the, the when you Swedes do nothing.
1: Like, the Swedes were like, we're not going to do anything. We're going to put it on the people to uh, be responsible.
0: And how's right. that working for them?
1: They left the bars open. They oh, left the shit. restaurants open. Every, no shutdown, no nothing. Nothing? It ain't
0: working. Their numbers, COVID is running amok. In wow. Country. Are they yeah. doing anything now or they're just going to keep letting it go? Uh,
1: I think they, whew, I, don't, I don't remember now that I can't. We'll, yeah, we'll have I to. Yeah, the middle schools, the schools were open. Sorry, I'm kind of scrolling through here.
0: Yeah, and there was nothing shut. Damn. So they're the the control sample of don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. See what happens. And then we can look at the most restrictive and compare the two and be like, okay, well, see? Yep, yep. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, and the most strict... Uh, you know would be like China and yeah uh, we were watching this thing on CNN did, Monday night I think it was and talking about like the tracking of it and you know it's on the cell phone and they're using heat sensor cameras to like in public people with fevers? like you're just walking down the street and if you register heat wise yeah. Like, yeah coming and talking to you like it's it's full on like yeah, Wow. And but their
1: numbers are going down. Controlling right? it, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 And we got these damn fools out there. Get, just let me loose. I, I just want to go
0: out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why? What do what you? What do you interrupt? And we got people for? at the
0: Ozarks crowding into a pool.
1: Right. All because they want to get their yeah. The sweat on or they're wet on or whatever it is. Whatever. I, I don't get it. Their drink on, you could have had the drink at home. Yep. Yeah. Alright, well
0: here's my last one. CDC warns of aggressive rats searching for food during shutdowns. They're simply turning on each other after being deprived of food and waste generated by restaurants that have closed during the pandemic, an expert said.
1: Are you sure they're talking about rats?
0: Yeah, there's a picture of one. <laughs> Is it Trump? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because we were talking about this story. I'd read this you know, read the story was, uh, um, and you know, I mean, we study rats as a means to study people, right? Yeah. What are yeah. what What is the most used animal in in experience? It's rats, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you think about this in terms of experiment, if you see the fact that rats are turning on each other because of lack mm-hmm. of food. That's a peek into human nature, right? Behavior. And
1: people with toilet paper. Right? And there wasn't even food. It was just toilet exactly. paper. Exactly. Yeah. People were fighting in the stores grabbing the last mm-hmm. roll. Yeah. So. Please, Louise. And there was no shortage of
0: toilet paper. Yep. What happens so when there's not panic. enough food? Holy moly. Yeah. Wow. Aggressive rats turning on each other. Cannibalizing wow. each other.
1: Well... They got to do what they got to do. Their
0: brains are small.
1: Their brains are small. Well, maybe it'll it
0: help. It will actually help curb some of the rat population in New York. Cause they're, I mean, they got a rat problem in there anyway. You know, so uh,
1: I, I think the, I think like they said, the, these rats are going to get aggressive. So that means they'll come after people. Babies, it did say that they were, dogs, they were, they
0: were cats. at this point only after each other. That there was no yeah. aggression towards humans. And it was only one, I mean, I read the story. It was only rats in areas where there were, you know, used to be um, waste from restaurants and whatnot. Like, apparently, the su- suburban rats are, are fine because there's still garbage they can go through. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So it's them inner city rats. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> wow. Yep. Uh, wow, wow, wow. So right. aggressive
0: rats. Okay. All right. Well, we did it again. Yeah. Another, Another episode. episode. Of what are you bringing to the table? Because the stories never end. No.
1: No. Darn it. Crazy, crazy never, never sleeps, sleeps
0: and the stories never end.
1: You're, why do I think that's your line? No.
0: Crazy's your line because you're okay. crazy. <laughs> crazy. Because crazy never sleeps. And the stories never end. Darn it. There you it. go. I'll get it. Um. Well, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed your leftover episode that we gave you on Sunday. Um, stay safe out there, people. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Take precautions.
1: Keep your hands up if the popo stops you. Yeah. You know, let them make sure that they're...
0: Get your camera in- on. Um. You know? Yeah. Do whatever you can to stay safe. And <sighs> until next time, nos vemos.
1: Adios, Daisy. Daisy, What's you say for it? What's your say for it, Daisy?